Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. All right, legends, welcome back to the channel. We're going to be talking through all the guns that you'd probably want in your squad coming into round 13 and, and do a little bit of a ranking system. And there's a few guys that are in my side that you probably want to think about here. Um, and we'll start there with, with Papa Lee, and I think he's probably one of the, the more important ones. He's lost a bit of cash now. He's up over you know, 830K there for a little bit. Down to 755 is a bit more of a manageable price, um, and I kind of predicted that he wouldn't be able to keep at that forever. You know, he's not someone that's naturally been a 60-plus point scorer, and, and I'm expecting you know, more scores around this mid-50s area uh, to justify that price of 755. He probably will end up around the 710 mark, but... Yeah, you can cop a few scores slightly under the, uh, under that fifty five to to get him somewhere there, and I think you know based on the the mid slash ed- edges that we have out there, and yeah, his dual position status is going to be really important for you know for anyone's side at this stage. So he's going to be really good. Obviously, Braley and Watson are, are good ones to have in your squad, and most people should still have them. So I wouldn't be picking them up now if you if you haven't got them. But uh, Lucy Leilua is another one that's probably a decent option. If he gets uh, if he gets off his charge, so he's actually going to be uh, fighting his charge tonight at the judiciary. So we'll see how that uh, how that pans out. And if he if he gets off or not, that would be ideal. If he does, but uh, yeah, if he doesn't, then obviously don't pick him up. If he does, then he could be a really good option at six forty six. So another hundred k cheaper than Isaiah, um, just in that edge position, obviously. But yeah, he's obviously a big score this week uh, after a lower score the week before. So. That's that with him. He's a decent one. Fox is also a decent one there. Uh, did get 30 on the weekend, but was trekking for a 40-odd in a really beaten side. So, you know, this week they come up against the Melbourne team, but a little bit under undermanned, obviously, with missing a few forwards. And also all their, all their spine uh, just, just getting held together by Smithy and Hines at the moment, who uh, are still doing a great job. But, yeah, Fox is going to be a great option. He's going to be a keeper for the year. You can see, you know, his last, you know, his previous scores there hitting a lot of high 60s, which is really strong. And yeah, you can't be complaining with that if you're owning him. Obviously, he does have the odd 30 in him, but if you look at those scores, you know, when they get beat, 
he doesn't seem to score as perfectly, but when you've got 65, 62, 69, and 67 in his last six, you know, four, uh, four of his last six there, you, you're really happy with those types of scores. So for Jamal there, he's a, a really good option for your team at that nice cheaper price of 666 as well. Um, Opacek I probably wouldn't be thinking about at this stage. I'd have guys like Jack Bird over him. Nico Hines, if you don't have him, is 676k now, which is incredible. And I don't think he's worth bringing in right now. I think he's going to score really well this week again, but I don't see him as being worth it uh, going into this week. Just too pricey when he's probably going to end up on the bench fairly soon, like in within the next few weeks. Obviously, you know, Munster, Harry Grant, uh, Pap are uh, going to be back in the next couple of weeks, but, you know, they might give them an extra week's rest just given the fact of how... Uh, how bad their injuries are, and if they're trying to play Origin, they'll be pretty cooked after that, I imagine. Uh, Laurie, I wouldn't be picking him up if you don't have him, but there's that. Uh, Dewey in the centres, I probably would be hesitant to bring him in if he's you know still playing centre. If he moves back to six, I think he's a really good option, but until then, I probably would be holding off. Madison becomes a really interesting option, even cheaper than he was. He's going to keep going down over the next few weeks, but... He's someone that you could try to lock in for the rest of the year. I'm a little bit worried in terms of his scores at the moment, as he hasn't. He's only had a few games close to that 60 mark, and that one that the, that made us all bring him into our side that that made him look really, really good. Um, so there's that there. But we'll move to the guys that aren't in my side at the moment, and that starts with Jerome Hughes, and and I think he's a really, really good option. Just the issue is that he's 814k, and he's obviously going to continue to play extremely well for him to keep that otherwise he's going to end up being you know closer to a 700k player is my guess i think he's going to average around 54 55 over the whole season obviously current, current uh, like from from here on i should say which might drop his average down to like 56 57 but that's still going to be really good right any any half that you can have in your team that's going to be averaging in the mid 50s other than someone like cleary is, is going to be a good option for your side. It's just if you want to pay that now or you need the extra player in your team in round 13. So in our next video, we'll talk about the trades that, uh, you know, sorry, the trades, but the amount of players slash the score you'd be looking for in round 13 and then moving ahead to round 17, for example. But in this one here, let's just focus on if you're going to trade this week and you need players in your side, these are the kind of guys you want to be looking at. So Hughes is our, is our most expensive. Then we move down the list and you've got um, you know, all these guys that, that, are, that are question marks here, Frizz, Haas, they're going to be either injured or in origin. So just think of those guys that they're definitely not going to be playing at this stage. Fisher-Harris becomes a pretty solid option. I think he's going to be averaging exactly what he's averaging right now at 54. So not underpriced. You're just getting him exactly for what he's worth. And I think you can have him as a keeper in your mids for the rest of the year. If, you know, with, with the way things are going at the moment with a lot of guys, you know, scoring under their... You know what they're pri- uh, what they're priced at or should be priced at in a town below low. You've got these types of guys, then someone consistent like Fisher Harris could be really, really good for your side going forward. We'll see Dylan Brown come back to the team, and and I still I still think Moses is going to be a better option than Dylan Brown, but he is an option if you like him. Obviously, he had three weeks out with a suspension, so he'll be re- ripping and ready to go. Uh, who else we got? We got Pangai Junior. Again, him and Moses here, I think, are going to average pretty, pretty similar to where they're at at the moment. Moses has more of a chance to average closer to 60, I think. So, Pangai didn't make the origin team. A middle and an edge, you know, very similar to that of Papali'i, where you can get someone that's 80k cheaper and should average fairly similar. I'm probably more confident that Papali'i can average 55 rather than what Pangai can keep doing, but... If he does manage to continue playing 80 minutes, I, I don't see why not, you know, or why he can't 
continue to score mid fifties. It's just you know the amount of the sheer amount of time that he's on the park is is going to be beneficial for him for all the things that he can do. But yeah, I'd I'd still be worried about him uh, being a suspension risk uh, for sure. But he hasn't had any issues yet, which is interesting. Uh, we spoke about Moses, Brandon Smith. A decent option again, but won't be as potent when uh, when guys like Grant come back um, and the rest of the gang because he won't have to do as much and he'll play a little bit more through the middle forward rotation. And you know, he shouldn't be averaging fifty three from then. Remember, he's got five tries this last two weeks as well, which is not going to be pretty, uh, not going to be very normal for him going forward. Let's talk about Benny Boy, Benny Hunt. So his scores have been pretty interesting over the last little period. He's been up and down. You know, very, very much so up and down. Uh, started amazingly, 71 and 80, and 80 in the first two games, and then obviously got injured at the back end of that, or halfway through that third game. And so he comes back in round eight and picks up an 18. So he's gone, you know, first game back, we'll, we'll give that to him. A lot of missed tackles, 64, 37, 69, and 79. So getting, pretty well getting back to, to where he, you know, started the year, which is really good. So that he's someone that becomes a really interesting option. With He's only bad one against the Storm there. So... If you're looking from here on in, obviously not going to play the Storm every week. These are the types of scores you'll be expecting. Him to get a fair few kick meters, obviously running the ball a lot. So when he runs the ball heaps, he's going to be doing well for a starter. And is obviously a good defender apart from the, the random few 5, 6, 11 tackle games, which is strange because it's funny what happens when you get pushed to the edge. Like if he's playing in the middle, he will make 50 tackles and miss like 2 or 3. As soon as you get exposed a little bit on the edge, you start missing a few or you, you, you hang off a few tackles. So... Yeah, Benny Hunt with a dual position there, a 669, hooker and half, is really, really cool because you know he's priced at a, a, a bit under 50 average where he's going to be averaging 55. So I think you get him, you get a keeper in the halves and the hooker at a cheaper price and yeah, it's really all they need to say. <laughs> if you like him, then you get him at a cheaper price for you know, and, a, and a keeper level player. So really cool there. Um, Mane looks like he should be like an 18th man, which means he won't get to play this week. I think you've got to hold him if you have him, but if you don't, you just steer clear of him at this stage. Luke Brooks, I wouldn't be targeting. He is playing a lot better at the moment, but there's every chance that Dewey goes back to six at some point in the year and takes a little bit of the line off Brooks. Obviously, right now with Mbaye in six, Brooks is doing the majority of the kick meters uh, and controlling the team. So, I just think there's a worry there that that could happen at any time. Um, McCulloch there with 56 average. You know, it's good to see him come back after playing a couple of, you know, 68, 67-minute games. Moves back into an 80-minute role, partly to do with the fact that Maguire's not playing in the 13 role and can spell him. So I don't know if that was just a, a phase or if they were just trialling that or, you know, not exactly sure what the what the theory was there. But over the next few weeks, he won't have any issues playing 80 minutes you just kind of, kind of got to worry if, if that changes back and he ends up getting that 67, 68 minutes. And if he does, then he's not going to be worth having in your squad because he's going to you know he's going to drop a bit in price. He's going to average probably just under 50, you'd imagine. But you know, before that, he was a 60-point average player. And, and price is 6.53. If you need a second hooker, you know, Braley and a McCulloch, for example, which a lot of us don't have cover apart from Watson, for example, then I think McCulloch is a really good option for your team this, this week, especially. So To'o and Fodawaka are in the Origin squads, unfortunately, and both are holds if you if you have them. Gutho, I don't think it's an amazing option, but could if you needed to. I think we all have a lot of uh, wing fullbacks at the moment, so that's that. Coruscant would have been great, but he's going to be in the 18th, 18th man jersey and won't be able to play for uh, his club. 
just remember that, guys. If they're 18th man, they can't play. If they're 19th man, I believe they can go back and play club uh, club, cricket, club footy uh, this week. Adokar's going to be out. Norman is an interesting one, averaging 50. I just don't think he's a keeper, but he's fairly cheap. If you've got a lot, a lot of trades, then you can bring him in and should do well over the next period and then move in 17, but I just don't think he's a solid option. Capewell's there. Barnett should have a bigger role over the next bunch of weeks with Frizzell out. You'd imagine he moves into the edge position for Frizz, uh, and they probably play Watson at 13. Something they can do there. Uh, Barnett will get big minutes again and score better. The odd kick, uh, the odd kick's a goal when Pong is out. I think Barnett will be solid, and you get him at 591. My issue is when Frizzell comes back, he moves back to this uh, you know, 40, 50-odd minute games and and, lose, and goes back to this this price point. Remember, he was up in the 700s for a bit there, so he's lost a fair bit in value, uh, and that's that there. Moving down to lower average players, we've got Twal there. I just don't think he's an amazing option. I'm not sure if he's a total-level keeper. Averaging 49.8, I don't see much changing. So if you bring him in, I think you could have to move him out later or he ends up being like an 18th or 19th man for your squad. Peachy's a keeper in the centres. He's had a few weeks off, so he'll be pretty fresh, which will be good for him. If you have him, keep holding on. If you don't have him, he could be an option if you need some centre cover. Uh, if you want to have a third centre, like I'm thinking this week of maybe going Starling to, to Jack Bird. You could do that to Peachy, for example. I, I don't have enough money for that. Uh, so that's that there. And, yeah, moving on to someone like Bird, which we'll see in a second. None of these guys I'm scrolling through are options at this stage. You've got Stephen Crichton, who didn't make the Origin squad, which is interesting. So, you know, works out well if you've got him. Or, you know, he's someone that you could have a centre or wing fullback cover as well. I just don't see him being his ultimate keeper. Even though he had an amazing game on the weekend, you imagine uh, Dylan Edwards comes back this week or next week, and and then you know stuffs him around. Momorowski will be interesting to see if he moves into like a you know after this week when everyone's back, if he moves into like an 18th man role again. Uh, yeah, that'll be interesting there. Remus Smith keep holding, and then it'll be uh, Mr. Bird is the only really one I want to talk about left, who is averaging you know really really solidly in that mid 40s 50 kind of kind of range. Um, which is really solid for any centre at 508k. I think you can move him into your squad and be comfortable in his scoring week to week. I think he's been the Dragons' best player for the majority of this year, and and they need him to to keep doing his thing to to dominate and and help the and help the Dragons come back uh, from you know their really good starts of the year and have really dropped off a little bit over the last bunch of weeks. But yeah, it'd be cool to see him uh, dominating for your side and. For the dragon, so I think he's a, he's a really good option in the centers, and you know, for me, that's running with only the two centers and could lose one at any point. I think it's probably a decent one this week to go straight swap for a Starling, uh, or you could do someone like Burton, who we know what happens when he plays in the seven role. He score he scores really big. So does he go back to the centers after that and keep scoring well? Yeah, I think when they dominate, he's going to keep scoring well. So. It's an interesting one at 505k, dual position for half and centre. I wouldn't, you know, he wouldn't be out of place in any one side, but he has had a couple of low games when he's not scoring tries. But the good thing is, for the Panthers, he keeps scoring tries. So we'll, uh, we'll leave it at that one, guys, for this video. All the kind of guys that you should be looking at targeting this week. And we'll move into uh, our next video will be obviously around the team list, but then following that, we'll, we'll work out you know, how, many play, how many players most teams have. But the most important thing is going to be the types of players you have. Do you have a bunch of guns this week that are going to score you well? You know, there's no point having 12 players playing, but you've got four of them that are you know, 20 to 30 point players where you could have 10 players and most of them being guns and you could probably score better than the teams with 12 or 13. So keep that in mind when you're selecting your teams this week. But we've got plenty of videos for the week. I hope you enjoy all of them. Please hit like and subscribe if you do. And we'll catch you in the next one, team. 
Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.